Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. As Yetta said earlier, this show is all about how to bulletproof your house. <laughs> or actually bulletproof your house sale or buy. When you're buying a home or selling a home, how to bulletproof the transaction so that yes. you actually get to own the home you want to own or sell the home that you're looking to sell. Yes. There are some things that you need to know and some things you need to do. I'm Ken Decker. And I'm Yetta Decker. And for over 29 years, we've helped people bulletproof their homes. <laughs> <laughs> Sales. Because <laughs> selling a home, the last thing you want is for the closing day when you're supposed to get the money mm -hmm. or get the keys for it to not close. Right. It's expensive. You usually have uh, movers booked. Maybe helpers coming, people coming, things set up. Maybe you've got furniture, deliveries, all kinds of stuff can well, go bad. And your insurance is already scheduled to be canceled. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, what's happened over the last six months, probably, well, it's really been going on for the last couple of years, is the lending practices and just the legalities around buying a home and selling a home have actually tightened. Yes. Things have gotten more demanding and there's things that are going south now that we didn't have to think about 10 years ago or 15 or even 29 years mm. ago. So it's not as though you say, well, I bought a home 20 years ago and so I know what I need to do and I know how to do it. Actually, maybe not. <laughs> like things are actually changing and forever yeah. changing and always changing. Yeah. And we've helped over 2,380 <clears throat> mm -hmm. clients. Well, families. Successfully not, right. yeah. buy and sell. Right. There have been two times yep. in 29 years yep. that I can remember. Yep. And I might be wrong, but uh, two times mm -hmm. where a property didn't close Mm -hmm. Now, I've had some delayed. Yeah, we've had, we've a, had a number of delayed. And recently, as a matter of fact, we've had in the last week three properties yeah. delayed in their closing. Which we normally wouldn't see that many in a year. No. Like typically we could count on less than one hand how many one-day delays and closings we would see in the course of a year. I would say like in 10 years, usually maybe five. Like, mm -hmm. not very many. Minor, minor, minor. Because the mortgage instructions, all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, everything's fabulous. And now, it wasn't really in the last week, probably in the last couple of months, though, we've had a lot more, even if they didn't become delayed, risk of delay. There's a lot more to think about today than there's ever been to think about, and a lot more T's to cross and a lot more I's to dot. Mm -hmm. Is that about right? Yeah. And, you know, we're hearing it from our clients too. The mm. ones buying property, they go, oh my goodness, the broker that you mm. sent me to wants so much information. It'd be so much easier at my bank because maybe they got their mortgage five, ten years ago at the bank 
and there wasn't as much documentation. But whether you get it at the bank or a mortgage broker, the documentation is still huge. And I was talking to Kelly Wilson, our you know one of our mortgage brokers we refer, refer business to, and she helps mm-hmm. us out with some mortgages as well. She said the files, because everything's done on paper still, are twice as thick as they used to be mm-hmm. with things that the buyers need to supply yeah. to the financer. Right. So the first thing you can do, the best thing you can do if you're buying a home in Canada, I'm going to say in Ontario, in the Ottawa area for sure, because this is the area we have the majority of our expertise in is right here in the Ottawa Valley and area. And that is get that paperwork, get those things to your lender like early, like at your Mm -hmm. first opportunity, get them every little nuance. Because even when you get a mortgage commitment, in the context of that mortgage commitment, it says you still need to provide this, 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 and you want that list as short as possible, and then you want to provide it as early as possible, because then you're going to less likely have delays or even the hint of a delay when it's time to actually close on the house. Because they're actually conditional approvals. Uh They're conditional on your credit score staying they're conditional on proof of your employment. They're proof of the income, proof of your notice of assessments and your T1 generals if you're self-employed, mm-hmm. your copies of your T4s, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they verify things now. Right up into the time of closing. So carrying a zero balance on your credit cards that they're monitoring, and sometimes they'll monitor one and not another. You can't even second guess what's gonna be watched and what isn't. However, when you provide those statements with the zero balances, you wanna actually overpay on your credit cards if you have anything outstanding if that's one of your conditions, which often it is, is to reduce your debt prior to moving into getting a mortgage. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens, you want to actually overpay on your balances so that even if there's some auto things that come out, like I've got quite a few things that automatically come out of different Visa cards or credit cards, and they can actually delay or hinder the potential delay or create Mm-hmm. A potential delay well, we, if you don't stay ahead of it. Yeah, we had one a couple of months ago, and we're talking a ridiculous amount of money, like $75 on a Visa card that came out as an auto withdrawal, cost, yeah, you know, withdrawal yeah. or whatever. And when they did their initial credit check, they said, we, we pay off our credit cards monthly mm-hmm. and a zero balance. So they all showed zero balance. Well, the approval mm-hmm. was based on that. Right. And they did another credit check. Two days. Two days. Two days before closing. Mm-hmm. And there was $75 on the visa, and they said, we will not release the mortgage money right. unless you clean that up. Right. And it almost delayed closing. Right. It didn't. So <laughs> we did do a show on that a little while ago because it was somebody else. It was $15. So the amount is really... Irrelevant. Irrelevant. It's the fact that it doesn't meet the condition. So whatever your conditions are, read them with a fine-tooth comb. Go over it with your mortgage specialist. 
know it. Bring it to mm. us as your realtors if you're not sure exactly what it's saying so that you can provide the information yep. that's necessary. Like, we can't stress this enough. Oh. And then whatever you do, please, 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 please. I don't know how many times to say that because it's like... Is that four? At least. four pleases. Okay, maybe five. Please, please. No that's purchasing sick. new <laughs> items after you get your approvals. Wait until you move in. Yep. No new car, no new furniture, no no pay ascent event, no buy the furniture, no buy the appliances, unless you've got cash. If you've got cash, go for it. even still. You might want to wait. Well, no. Unless you your had- finances are really solid. Yeah. Because even things like, and this is this oh, is yeah. strange, right? Like you might have the money to pay off your credit card. Mm-hmm. Sitting and, in the bank that has the credit yeah, card. Yeah, they don't care. So if you got your credit score and maybe you got approved at 680 or 750 or 800 or whatever you got approved at, that might be the minimum credit score you're allowed to be approved. And let's say your credit card did have a balance on it in the past, but it was maybe 20 or 30% or 40% of the credit mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. That doesn't affect your credit score very much as long as you've been paying your monthly payments. Right. Now, if that goes over 50% of the available credit, your credit score will go down. So I've had cases where someone put a little bit on, mm. it tipped them over the 50% of their mm-hmm. credit limit the day that they took the snapshot. Because your credit score is a snapshot at a time. A point in time. A point in time. Yeah. And you may be just paid $10,000 off on your credit card, but it's not registered yet, it still shows that you've got that 10000 on your credit card, and that may put your credit score too low, and they will refuse to allow the money to be released to the lawyer, and that could delay your closing. Yep. Those delays, it, I mean, worst case scenario is they never close, but that doesn't happen very often. Like I said, two times... In 29 years, we've had a closing not actually close. In in the cases, they were fraudulent, right? Yeah. And and there there was fraud involved, and it was actually I can remember three. And I was just talking to somebody about it the other day. The one we resold really really quickly. Well, it was actually two. Yeah, the other people bought the one that I'm thinking about. So yeah, it's two properties. And in 29 years. So that's good, I guess, except not so good for the people that ended up with the challenge. And so it was fraud because typically, in both cases, typically when somebody buys a home, that's because they want to buy the home. They want to live in it. And yet, if you don't know the severity of just doing all these little, little things and what to do and what not to do, it's easy to, in ignorance and just not knowing, you don't know what you don't know running into a snag that can cost you lots of money because in one recently was our seller who had done everything right. We verified because as a seller's agent, because now we're talking about from the selling side of things, equally is important to be have a realtor that's checking with the buyer's agent because now you're not in control, right? The only thing we were in control of was making sure that the buyer's agent was on top of everything and that all these things that we're chatting with you about right now, we had chatted with them about. And unfortunately, 
there were still some hiccups that the agent wasn't aware of and couldn't have been aware of. And so it delayed closing. And that cost the buyer a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety because they got to sleep on a mattress. Luckily, the apartment they were giving up was something that they could move back into, but now their furniture is all in storage and they're sleeping on a mattress. And now all the additional costs the insurance and the mortgage for the seller and heat and hydro that had all been disconnected all those things had been stopped so there's increased cost to rehooking things up or then prorating things plus the insurance was expensive the buyer got to pay for all of that so it actually increases it's not just the stress although that's huge it's also it increases your cost as a buyer as a buyer, you and you don't, don't close, get it back. You don't close on time. You, no. you don't get it back. Like, it's gone. And you get no benefit from it, just stress from it. So this is, like, huge. Like, really something to think about. And it's not to scare you, because if you do everything correctly, it's fantastic. Things close on time every day. We've had hundreds, well, thousands of sales that actually close on time, close as they should, and there's been no struggles. Thousands of them, which is wonderful. And we don't want you to be somebody that has to have a delay or a potential delay and all that stress that goes along with it. Right. One of the ways that you can help yourself mm -hmm. that the sale will go through either on the purchase or the buy, uh, the purchase or the sale yeah. side, if you're selling your house, yeah. is using a realtor. And I know it's kind of self-serving to say this. I know, but it's not. It's working with a professional in the industry because they're actually easier to finance. Yes, because lenders want to see a realtor involved in the transaction because then they know that mm -hmm. there's value there because the realtor understands value. It's another piece, mm -hmm. another professional who's regulated, highly regulated by yeah. um, ethics and their, their livelihood is on the line if they do something that's offside. Yeah. And the, the good news with realtors, I know we haven't always had a good reputation or a good... Don't Say it's always, not so. Yeah, so not always a good rap in the, <laughs> in, in, the, yeah, in the world. And yet what's really good in Ontario, the regulations and what is required continues to be increased and increased and increased. So the level of education, the level of awareness, how much it costs to become a realtor, how long it takes to become a realtor, keeps getting increased, which is fantastic for you if you're a buyer or seller because it increases the professionalism. And then looking for somebody that potentially has a broker's license, somebody that's gone and gotten even more education within the industry because it also shows longevity in the industry. Mm -hmm. Working with realtors that have been around a long time can be helpful too, as long as they're staying abreast of all the new things, because you just know more that you don't even know you know it's in your cells. Yeah. And the other thing a realtor has been trained to do is to write mm -hmm. a solid, I'll call it a solid rock <laughs> contract, because that's the name of our company. Yeah. So a solid rock contract. <laughs> and the reason you want that is there's no outs. Right. Sometimes there's buyer's remorse, sometimes there's a change in heart, sometimes there's a change in employment situation, whatever it is, mm -hmm. if there's one mistake on that contract, the lawyers will find it and they'll be out and you will lose the sale on your home 
or you may lose the purchase of your home because it goes the other way too. Sometimes the seller regrets selling. Sometimes they couldn't find another place to live. We had one where it went almost a month. The seller refused to leave and the buyer had to get a court order and our contract stood up in court Mm-hmm. And the judge said, you have to leave. You sold your home. They sent the sheriff to remove them from the house. Now, that's a horror story. It's happened once in 29 years. For us. We had to have <laughs> someone removed from the house because after they sold it, they decided they didn't want to. But it the, wasn't our seller. No, it was, it was our, our buyer. buyer. But because the contract was rock solid, they had no choice but to move mm-hmm. out. Now, if that had been a mistake in it, they would have been staying and the buyer would be in trouble. We would be in trouble. And we don't want to be in trouble. (laughs) If you were with anybody. So writing something, creating it in such a way that it is clear, where there's clarity, where there's no errors. I mean, if you had a typo on the word furnace, it wouldn't matter. Or a typo on the word window, I mean, those kinds of window coverings, that's not going to be an out. It's just there's a lot of like things that you wouldn't think could be an out could be an out if somebody really wanted yeah. out. They're not a problem as long as everybody agrees. You don't need solid paperwork if, as long as everybody's in 100% agreement. And yet, why not well, have the advantage? More the banks want it, though. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> they want and yet, it. <laughs> why not have it so that you're covered no matter what happens in somebody's life? Right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. your family's relying on you to make sure it's done right. So as you rely on a professional in the industry, it increases the probability yeah. it's going to be correct and 100% correct. So here's some steps. Yeah. If you're a buyer... Prepare your mortgage docs early. In other yes. words, get the letter from mm. your employer. Get your tax returns in order. Get your mm. T4s put aside. Um, get your visas paid down as much as you can. Show where your down payment's coming from. Right. It has to be either slowly accumulated in your account, or you have to prove where mm. it came from, whether it's a gift from a family member or some other means Mm -hmm. maybe it's from the sale of a property or sale of stocks or Mm -hmm. whatever coming out of your rsp you just have to prove where it comes from and get all that in order get a pre-approval letter from your lender yes which will still have conditions in it like we spoke about earlier just be aware of those conditions and just be assured that you can meet those conditions If you can meet the conditions, there's no problem that there's conditions in it because you're never going to get 100% approval until there's the home attached to your pre-approval. And then even then, they have the ability to keep checking on those things that you've said are so. Mm -hmm. And if you're missing one of those elements that they say it's conditional upon, Mm -hmm. if it's now it's 14 days out, like two weeks out, If you don't have that in and you say, oh, well, I'll get it to them the week before, the bank will not fund on closing. They want at least 14 days to verify those documents. Mm -hmm. There's so much mortgage fraud going on. People are Mm -hmm. printing fake T4s, fake business letters, fake T1 generals. Fake. Fake. To be able to buy a house and it's mortgage fraud and it's... It's a big penalty if you get caught, so don't do it. 
Don't do it. We won't participate. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So that's one way. Secondly, put a larger deposit. And for yeah. sellers, require a larger deposit. Much harder for someone to walk away from a big deposit. We had one recently where they needed an extension. Whatever, it seemed like their finances, maybe they had to go to a different lender. They then did. they needed a, um, um, an appraisal after it was supposed to already be closed. So suddenly it went into like three weeks it was delayed. Now in that case, to give them that second extension, what we suggested was A, we want more deposit money and we want it non-refundable and we want you to cover all costs. So, so the extra insurance, the extra mortgage, the everything that was delayed, rehooking things up, the extra everything mm -hmm. they had to pay. And the buyer didn't really have a choice mm -hmm. or they're going to lose their deposit probably. Oh, for sure. So the court. larger the deposit, the better. And sometimes people say, well, I don't have access to more money. Well, if it means borrowing it short term, as long as it's somewhere that yeah. it still doesn't mess up your mortgage. Yeah. But you need it for your down payment anyways. Yeah, you do. And it forms part of your down payment. So if you say to me, well, I've only got 5% down. Well, then let's put 5% down or one as a or deposit two or 3% down. Right. You know, and some people say, well, it's in my RSPs. I've got to get it out of my RSPs. Okay, well, let's find some money so that you have a good show of faith. Right. And there we go. Now, the other one that has the biggest struggle on financing I've found is where the, the down payment money is coming from a family member. Right. They Be change careful. their minds. Mm -hmm. You go out, you get all excited, you buy the house, family's going to finance it or family's going to give the money for it, and suddenly they're oh, not. that money dries up. They don't like the house you chose or the location, <laughs> or maybe they were giving you money to live and thought you were going to use it for rent, not to buy a house, and they're not okay with you buying a house. All kinds of stuff can go wrong. Those are the scarier ones. Yeah, so really what you're hearing us say is if you're going to be given money, get the money long before you even go house shopping. That's get it in idea. the account. <laughs> then you know it is what it is, even if it means um, people don't make sense, like it doesn't make sense to someone else. It's just precaution because the last thing you want to do is commit to a contract, commit to buying something, and then you can't. Or you have to go and get second mortgage money at a much higher rate, and now you're at risk of not getting that. Like it just, it's a snowball. It's a negative snowball. It's like a big snowball rolling down the hill. You can't catch it. You cannot likely catch it. So just be planned, be prepared. Like part of bulletproofing is do everything earlier than you think you should possibly do it. Be organized and know the methodical steps. Part of what we've been doing for, I guess, almost three decades is sitting down with buyers and sellers and just creating a strategy, knowing step-by-step step what we are looking for. What is the next thing that you need to do and what are all the things that you need to do to protect yourself and to protect your, your investments, your, no, your wealth. That's so huge. Yeah, and we weren't even going to talk about that. No, and yet... But the pre-consultation for the sell or for the buy mm -hmm. is so important. And for, for people selling, keeping the property in the condition it was uh. in, 
you know, if the fridge breaks, repair it or replace it. Um, don't swap out the appliances <laughs> for different appliances, you know. We, we were laughing because sometimes we say appliances are chameleons. They change from stainless steel to white <laughs> on closing. <laughs> and it's just a matter of you've got to do things to protect the sale. Keep your insurance on it. If some shingles blow off the roof, get the shingles replaced. Don't have the buyer come there the day before and drive by and go, oh, the shingle's missing on the roof. That could delay your closing. Yeah. Just whatever happens, get it fixed. Just be, like if you stay ready, don't get ready, just stay ready. <laughs> stay ready in the whole, whether you're the seller or the buyer, just keep things in order. Even maintaining a home while you're living in it, before you even put it on market, will change its value. So that's a whole value conversation, which mm -hmm. we've done a lot of shows about. And so there's ways to protect your sale by having a great house as well, because the better the house, the more the de desire there is for wanting it. Mm -hmm. So you increase its desirability, which you can go find yeah. some other great episodes on that. So if you're, let's say, you know, we've run into cases where they stop cutting the grass. I the know. seller stops cutting the grass. And it's like, no. <laughs> You got to cut it nice so that when the person moves there, it looks nice. You have to clean the house after you move out. Mm. Just being well prepared that you're providing the house in the way the contract mm. was written is another thing. Because sometimes when contracts are written, there's an agreement. It's not a condition. It's a term. Right. And a term means that you're going to do something. And that term may be you repair something that was found broken yeah. and provide a receipt from that repair. If you don't provide that receipt, it could mm -hmm. invalidate your contract. It certainly jeopardizes it. Or delay it, the closing. Right? It jeopardizes it. So you want to yeah. stay on top of the little details. And most of the time now in agreement of purchase and sales in Ontario and in the Ottawa area, there is something called a walkthrough, a viewing, which can happen the day of closing, the day before closing, or maybe a week or two before. And yet often they're done right at the time you're to be making a move. So the buyer comes back to take a quick view at your house. It's not an inspection. It's not, there's no way for them to get out other than if there's a problem that they find that you were not taking care of something that you had been taking care of when they last saw it, you Again, you're in jeopardy of delaying the closing or money being held back. The two lawyers start now, the lawyers are involved, and you know what that costs, money, <laughs> hard-earned money out of your pocket. So you don't want that. You want to have it done in such a way and you want to maintain it in such a way that there is no risk of somebody coming after more money from you, whether on the buying side or the selling side. Mm -hmm. That's so valid. It is. So this was supposed to be happy and uplifting, how to bulletproof the sale of your house by yourself, and yet it's a heavy topic. Yeah, and you know what? We've helped. Yeah. Like I said, thousands of people navigate this yeah. and have a successful, happy outcome. Yeah, which is good. That's the happy part. So yeah. if you have questions or you're just saying, I need to verify some things, I want a list, you know what to do. Ask us. You can just send us a quick email, info at decorteam.com. And we would say that a little slower. Yeah, I know. I get excited. Info at decorteam. 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com. Because then we can answer your questions and make sure that you have it all put together just like it should be. Yeah, because our goal is that you are thriving in your home and life. We are excited to be your partners in moving forward.